If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. Put the suckers works out, man, it's time to drink. You know, all I need is some afterward drinks. This is how we do when the week is through. Welcome to the After Work Drinks Podcast. Here are your hosts. Some sage advice from Curly Howard, the third and funniest and most people's favorite stooge. Uh, he helps kickstart this exciting anniversary edition of the After Work Drinks podcast. Uh, looks like we made it. It's basically been about one year, 12 months, 365 days since we got this thing started in 2018. Uh, very happy to have made it through one full rotation around the sun. And uh, hey, you're still listening. If, if, if this is in your ears, you, you've been with us for hopefully part and maybe if we're lucky, all of that year. So we appreciate you listening. And man, we want to give you something special for this month's episode. So we've got a jam-packed show as we always try to do. We've got the biggest Pints Up, Pints Down we've ever done. We're going to review a beer for every month that we've been in existence. That is 12 beers that uh, I had some help tasting this past month. Uh, Also, we're going to sprinkle in my escapades at the Open Bottle Fest 4 at the Open Bottle in Tinley Park. Uh, That was a great event. Can't wait to share a couple of sound bites from that for you guys. And then we are going to do some 99 bottles where the topic this month is sports safety, uh, which it's always a thing, but you know, every once in a while in the media, there's certain events that happen that kind of ratchet it up again. And uh, that is certainly something that has happened as of late. So we'll be sure to touch on that as we continue to throw back some tasty brews. Uh, Really quick before we get this thing rolling, uh, I just want to let you know, as always, you can listen to us in a myriad of places. You've got SoundCloud, our host. We just re-upped with them for another year. They'll be taking us through the remainder of 2019 into the summer of 2020. You've got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, and pretty much any other service you can pull our RSS feed through. So if you're listening to this, you've clearly found us, and we hope that you continue to choose to find us via your podcast provider of choice for the next year of programming. And uh, of course, in addition to what we do monthly here, uh, we try to keep in touch with you, keep you entertained through our social media channel. So please follow us on all of those for additional content, as well as previews of upcoming guests and interviews that we may have in the future. All that stuff can be found at the following Facebook and Instagram at AWD Podcast, Twitter at AWD Pod. And of course, you can peep in on what we're doing through Snapchat. The screen name is After Work Drinks, no spaces, caps on those first letters. Hopefully, we'll see you in one of those places, if not all of them. And without further ado, let's finally jump this thing off because I've been rambling too much. We've got the anniversary episode jitters. So uh, let's take a look at what's happened. It's time for all the latest news and events. What's going on? This is What's Happened. What's Happened? What's Happened? There's only one thing that's happened right now. There is only one news story today, and that is it's our anniversary, guys. I'm sorry for the bait and switch. Uh, We will return with our regular news and events next time, but there's just so much content. If you've been following on social media, what have I been saying we're going to do all summer? We're going to taste. We're going to taste, we're going to taste, we're going to taste until our taste buds fall off. 
And so there's so much extra tasting and reviewing going on this episode. Uh, I decided let's skip news and events. Uh, as always, though, you know, follow all of your favorite breweries, all of your favorite brewers, uh, all of your favorite bottle shops. And uh, obviously, you can do a quick Google search and you can see a lot of the cool things that are coming up. Summer is big in Chicago for beer and spirits and wine related events. So whatever flavor you're trying to savor, man, look it up because for the next three months, there's just like nonstop awesomeness in the city of Chicago. But yeah, the main thing that's happening right now is this is a celebration. Uh, not everybody makes it to one year. Sometimes people start doing a podcast and, you know, they just uh, kind of fall off a bit. And, you know, it's hard to, to do this thing and balance real life. Uh, you know, people got hobbies, people got family, people got friends, people got significant others. And whether it be myself or any of the other contributors on this podcast, uh, we all hit pause on real life and take a chunk, uh, a, a sizable chunk of our free time. And we put it into bringing you the best and most entertaining podcast that we can. And I hope that is not lost on everybody. I'm definitely not trying to toot our own horns. Just saying, like, uh, when you listen to our podcast, when you listen to any of your other favorite podcasts, stop and think for a minute that, you know, most people aren't like the famous celebrity doing a podcast with a ton of sponsors and, you know, revenue feeds coming in here. Like, this is strictly uh, a podcast of passion and, and just something we're interested in having fun with for the past year. And uh, we don't really make a penny off it. If anything, we're putting our pennies into it. So uh, I just say, you know, not just with the After Work Drinks podcast, but with any podcast you may listen to, uh, celebrate it when they make it to a year, two years, five years. Maybe they've been doing it for a decade, some of the, the oldest and greatest podcasts. I don't know, but uh, a lot of effort goes into it to make the, the very best one. So, you know what? We want to recognize ourselves and also uh, through that recognize anybody who's been doing it longer because they paved the way. And uh, it's definitely those type of podcasts that we admire and that we hope to build ourselves to be just as great as they are one day. Uh, I'm looking at you, Joe Rogan. You seem to have the most popular podcast uh, out there on any service today. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever be able to make it that far, but hell, uh, what's life if you don't have goals, right? But let's finally get into it. Uh, we're going to start off with my introduction as I arrived on the scene in Tinley Park at the Open Bottle, one of the best bottle shops that Chicagoland has to offer. They were doing their open bottle fest for the fourth year running and uh, I pretty much explained the rest of it in this piece so I won't blabber anymore. Uh, I won some free tickets and I had a great time and I want to share that with you guys so you can be well informed and hopefully this will make you shop at the open bottle in the upcoming year and then buy tickets yourself for open bottle fest 5. So without further ado this was my live report. Take it away. Hey, what's up? It's Pooch broadcasting from the Open Bottle out here in Tinley Park, Illinois. I'm chilling in their parking lot, waiting for them as they set up for the third and final session of Open Bottle Fest 4, uh, featuring a good amount of breweries from mostly Chicagoland, but also a few from Indiana, Michigan. And uh, I believe we even have some uh, some mead, and I want to say we've got some cider from out in Arizona, uh, but mostly here in the Midwest. And uh, the 15 or so breweries that will be participating are bringing some rare offerings, and in some cases, some one-offs, one and done, as the name implies. Uh, you get it here, and that's about it. So I'm really excited to try what they have on tap for us. And, of course, I'm going to be bringing that to you guys. 
So uh, we'll do a check-in probably while we're in there halfway through, tell you what's been going on, and then, of course, we'll wrap it all up and review some of our favorites at the end of the event. Uh, let's not waste another minute. Uh, the rain is starting to come down here, so I definitely want to sneak in there before I get wet. Uh, let's have some beers. Let's have some ciders. Let's have some mead. Let's have it all. Stay tuned. It is the After Work Drinks Podcast. My Instagram is weak as fuck. Instagram is weak as fuck. Instagram is weak as fuck. Cheese. Want to see what the guys are drinking, where they're drinking it, and who they're drinking it with? Visit them at Instagram.com slash AWD podcast. That's right. Let us know what you're drinking and tell us which breweries, wineries, and distilleries you think we should visit next. Follow us today at AWD podcast. It appears we have a guest. Somebody get that! Who is it? A guy walks into a, a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy walks into a bar. A guy, a guy walks, walks into, into a bar. bar. Yes! We always like to outdo ourselves here on the podcast, but for our one-year anniversary show, we figured why not do a Pints Up, Pints Down where we review a beer for every month that we've been in existence. One year Annie, 12 months, 12 beers. It's happening right now, and I've got some help because there's no way I was going to taste these full beers by myself. We definitely need to split them three ways. So uh, to my left, as we sit in this beautiful basement bar that belongs to this man, Mr. Danny Avila. Yo, what's up, guys? Avila. <laughs> and Pico. Uh, we got Brian here. We're going to say his name's Brian just this once. If you forget it, you'll never hear it again because we call him Pico. Pico, make love to the microphone for me. What's going on, baby? Yeah, blow everybody's ears out, bro. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I said make thank love. You. That's gentle. I didn't yeah, say that, rape that the was, microphone. That was very aggressive, Let me, let me do a do-over. Uh, very, very think, aggressive. Think, oh, cool, Jay. Think cool, Jay. Hey, everyone. How's it going today? Mm. Ooh. Oh. A little vibration there. I think I got the a half chub. <laughs> he, he licked his lips like the cool <laughs> Jay, too, baby. That's his go-to move. I love it. I love it. All right. So here's what we're going to do, guys. We've got 12. And, uh, you know, say. I was always that guy that mixed light and dark beers and, and liquor and everything. And I got away with it when I was younger. And to a large degree, I still do now. But you know what? To play it safe and uh, because the dark beers... Uh, aren't always Danny's friend. I, they I do not agree with my stomach. I agreed we would go relatively light to dark today. So, pints up, pints down. We're doing this thing. Pints up. Cheers. Oh my God, it's so good. It's amazing. Or pints down. This is terrible. Did I do something wrong? Are you mad at me? The first one on our list, if you'd be so kind, Danny, I got sitting you guys. closest to yes. the beers, Lakefront Brewery Company's Lakefront. River West Stein Amber Lager. Get that can right there in the middle. Bingo. Should I uh, should I open it? Oh, yeah. You got to crack on that the on mic? the mic. Crack right. it on the mic. That was sexy. I think they just turned me on a little bit. A little bit? Look, I can see you. That was a lot of bit. Hey, are your nipples hard? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, pour, let's pour this guy. 
Now, I will say for my experience with it, uh, I went to Milwaukee for the umpteenth time uh, this past Memorial Day weekend. And this uh, was a, a sidecar for Bloody Mary. In fact, pretty much it seems that all of Lakefront's lagers are used locally as the most common sidecar to all Bloody Marys at the local bars and restaurants. So I had this one at the Wicked Hop. They use it as the sidecar currently for their Bloody Mary. And uh, you know, a lager, not necessarily trying to like do anything crazy wild out there. It's just trying to be a really good lager, man. So so let's take a taste yeah, and let's you, see. You know what, Pooch? I, when I went to Milwaukee, they did have a lot of good sidecar beers when we had um, Bloody Marys and and it, it was a good time. Milwaukee is a great time. I recommend it to anybody that... Uh, Fuck Milwaukee, go Cubs. Oh whoa, God, whoa, whoa, relax, whoa. Okay, so, so calm down, bro. It's not, all about, it's not all about baseball. So I'm a Cubs fan too. But man, like I bought a Brewers t-shirt when I was, was there for the holiday weekend because like, the Brewers are a fun time. I'm not going to deny that. They're a good time. So uh, aside from that, aside from that, we're, we're, we're smelling here. It's a beer city. I would love to go, honestly. You're talking into the shaft of the mic, bro. Get on the tip here. <laughs> oh, wait, that, is, is that funny? Do I amuse you? I Am do, I a clown? I don't do tips. Oh, man. Well, waitresses it's are going to hate you. All or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all or nothing? Double or nothing? So uh, we've had a couple sips here. What, what do you guys think of this one as far as like the flavor profile? What, do, what are you tasting in here? I don't know. Oh, man. Rub I, the I, lotion on its skin? Is that I, what's going on I over there? Pico, stop doing that. It's weird. <laughs> All right. So uh, what I can tell you is that this is one of their flagship beers. Uh, has a nice amber color to it. Looks very, uh, very sexy. And uh, I'm tasting a little bit of a little bit of floral, a little bit of floral and maybe a tiny touch of, of, of sweetness. Uh, not too hoppy, pretty crisp, just a, a tiny bit of hoppiness, maybe not not too much. In my view, it's not happy at all. And I'm into the hops. So I'm, I'm not really digging this one at all. It's it's a it's a joy to drink. It is it is a joy. Um, I'm gonna give this one a pints up, uh, not in the sense that it's doing anything revolutionary, but kind of just in the the nature of how I had it. It makes a great sidecar, uh, something to kind of be a little smooth, easy easier your way through your Bloody Mary kind of thing. And uh, I can see myself like, you know, flipping some burgers and, uh, you know, just sipping this one as something that's not going to knock me on my ass. Uh, I'm going to give it a pints up as just being a, a easy drinker, nice warm weather beer. I am going to give it a pints down because I did not like it at all. And I will, uh, I'll finish obviously in my glass, but mm. more than likely never drink it again. Okay. Wow. All right. It's, well. a pi- it's a pints up for me. It's not my favorite but it's drinkable like you said pooch it's you know grilling something easy to drink i give it a 3.25 all right all right i'm cool with that uh i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna shoot this back Uh, i don't have bloody mary on me i I don't have uh i mean i think we have the ingredients for it in the back though but uh maybe 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 later maybe in the morning (laughs) because we're staying the night right no nobody's driving after 12 beers all right so we got Two pints up, one pints down, and we're rolling along. We're going to speed it up, baby. Speed round. I want you to feel these beers. So uh, number two on the list, we're going to do Pollyanna Brewing Company's Kiwi Allure. And uh, I have had this one before because, unfortunately, guys, I have no restraint. Crack that on the mic for me. All right. You got it. Yes, sir. Ooh, that one's 
I'm actually uh, very interested in this one. It's very interesting. I like the name a lot. So I, I have no, you know, I have no restraint. When I buy these beers and they're in like four packs or six packs or however they come, I've been sitting on these for weeks waiting for this this year anniversary. So I've tried some of these, not all of these. And I'll let you know which ones I've had and which ones I haven't. Uh, the Lakefront, that was the, the first time I had it in the can. Uh, I had it obviously out there uh, as my sidecar. Now this, this Pollyanna Kiwi Allure, I've had this before. Uh, so I'll let you guys give your thoughts first before I give mine, since you'll be giving like an honest first take. So uh, get, get your sniffer in there. Let me know what you think of the, the aroma. Oh my God, I'm loving the smell. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I really enjoy the smell. The scent is Come on, come amazing. over here. Come over here. Make love. Get, get in front of the, in the mic. Not on the shaft, Pico. Uh, hello, Coogee, the mic? Yeah, you got you, you to stop kissing the side of the shaft of the mic. You got to start talking to the foamy. Like right, right to the front, tip, man. Right on the tip. The foamy on, tip dude. of this mic. All right, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the scent. The smell is amazing. I do smoke kiwi, which I love. And uh, I'm going to do a little taste. Danny, what's your first thoughts? Dude, I don't know. It smells like a sour to me. This is a sour, isn't it? It's a, a Berliner Weiss. You got to get all German in there. Berliner Weiss. All right. I smell kiwi. Oh, that's a sour. That's that's disgusting. That Oh, nope. <laughs> so, can't so, do it. So sour's not your thing, that's huh? That's not my thing at all. <laughs> Pico's over I here like, give it to me. I can't do it. You know what? I'm not a fan of sours either, I can't but do it. I'm really, I really enjoyed this one. Oh, that's way too tart. Beer shouldn't taste like that. You're tart. Sorry. That's the only one he doesn't wash. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Wow. So, I mean, I'm going to drink it, but. So my thoughts on this one, it's a pints up for me, uh, specifically because I like sours and also because I am a fan of the kiwi fruit. But I do fully acknowledge that a, a real kiwi is pretty tart. Mm -hmm. So I think that while this beer does a great job of replicating that flavor, that it might not be for everyone. And, and Danny, you just said nope. it's, it's not for you. Not for me. Not uh, at all. So I think that's going to be a, a pints up for, for me and Pico. It's refreshing. It's uh, fruity. We love it. And for you, uh, pints down. there might be some yeah. other sour ones in this lineup that Oof. you don't like. So we'll, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm still drinking them, though. I think that that's going to be the first of maybe like three that you may not like by default. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. Let's pass that. Let's pass uh, the, the two that we've tried on down here. Get those out of the way. All right. Next up on our list. Number three is going to be New Glarus Serendipity. And this is one I have not had yet, guys. So you'll get an honest first reaction out of me as well. Uh, I've got my little bottle popper over here. So you can. Uh, Ooh, this is fancy. Yeah, you can. It's the Houdini baby. I was gonna do the Mexican way and open it with another bottle. Oh, I can mean, I, can I do that? If you want, is that cool? It, I mean, watch, watch this. I like pulling Houdinis and Supermans and everything else, but if you want to do Ready? it the Mexican way, you can. Serendipity is my favorite word, by the way. Yeah, I do believe. Uh, I do believe you've t you've told us that you're about to see if it's your favorite beer. I'm I'm a little worried. I think this one's gonna be tart too. Ready? Is this gonna make a nice sound? You like poke my eye out. Ooh, that's fun. It's a nice <laughs> little like party that. trick. N nice little sound bite for everybody out there. All right, so uh, let's pass let's pass this bottle over here and uh, fill up our, our glasses. Pass them Can down. Can I go back to the kiwi? Later, later. During 99 bottles, we're going to have a discussion oh, ab awesome. about sports safety, my friend. That's the topic of the day for y'all listeners out there if we haven't mentioned it yet. And you can drink whatever you want during that. We can, we can circle back to our faves. Good times. So this guy... Uh, this guy, I, I'm I'm a little bit worried because it's your favorite word, Danny. But uh, it's a it's a sour, isn't it? 
So it's not a sour, it's a fruit beer. But obviously fruit can be tangy or tart. Um, and basically uh, this beer was invented when Wisconsin's cherry crop failed. Uh, so basically New Glarus bought all the cherries they could to get some use out of it. Uh, mixed it with some apples and the Wisconsin cranberry harvest. So uh, a brew with apples, cranberries, and cherries is what you're about to have, guys. And it's a very, very high-rated beer. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think because it's not a sour in style, but, you know, fruit is tart. So let's, let's give it a sniff. Oh, that smells mm. like, like juice. Yeah, that is like... Oh, that smells like childhood fruit juices I drank all my life. This is so good. Hold on. It smells like Gushers. Oh, it does. Right? It smells like some cross between like some Gushers, some ocean spray. Hmm. Oh, this is good. This smells really good. Okay, I'm about to go I'm in there. I'm going for the taste. All right. Me too. Do it, do it with your LL Cool J tongue, though. Oh, this is so freaking good. Ooh, that is good. That's not bad, actually. That's really right? good. Like, cause it's a normal amount of tartness. The kiwi beer was like very like testing the limits of tart and pucker cheeks. That was. Um, this I think if you like cherries, that's definitely the dominant flavor. Um, I do, like, kind of as it fades away after after you swallow, I kind of have that <laughs> like on my lips and tongue of the cranberry. That's what she Chris said. Chris swallows. Yeah, I sure do. I've swall. I'm gonna swallow twelve times today, baby. Twelve different beers. Uh, and then the apple is kind of like. Like a soothing like backbone to it all. I think it's kind of like holding everything in place. So I, I like it. I taste all three fruits that I'm supposed to get here. Um, I'm giving this one of the highest pints up that I've, I've ever given on the show. Uh, I don't know what I'll rate it in Untapped yet, but it's probably going to be somewhere between a four and a half and a five. I really, Whoa. really love this beer. Uh, it helps that right now it is spring headed towards summer. And this is the perfect kind of beer to be like on the patio uh, in the sun, the back porch, uh, hanging out with friends, maybe maybe making some some burgers, some encased meats, perhaps. I don't know, but this this encased pairs meats are good. This pairs well with warm weather for sure. So, I was a member of a uh, beer of the month, and um, this was one of the ones that came in my uh, my boxes that they mailed me, and I've had this one before, and I enjoyed it this time as much as I enjoyed it the first time. It's a great beer. I love it. He loves it. He wants some more of it. Hey Pico, do you love it? Or do you love it? I love it. I love it, chulo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one a four and definitely a pint up. It's very good, very smooth. It's it's fruity, but not too fruity. Um, just the right amount of tartness. It's really good. I'm, I'm gonna a go fan. All, I'm going to go all the way and uh, give it a five, actually. And uh, most definitely. Oh, uh, man. I don't give up. out fives like that. I love it. Okay. Oh, I, I only give Sarah one's fives, right. and this one's a five. Baby! So, see, he's going to scream baby in the mic when he likes it. Danny, when you really like something, what noise are you going to make in the mic? <laughs> is, that, is that weird? <laughs> it, that, that, <laughs> savoring the flavor. There's nothing wrong with that. A little, little strange. What was, cool. what, was, right. what was that other thing that, that you did earlier uh, before I can't, we started? I can't show you. I, that, that, it, this is a PG show, guys. What? You gotta I, keep a P- no, no, not P- no. You, you, it's not a PG show. This is explicit content I on I iTunes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you really have to do it. No. If only, if only <laughs> three people out there understand. Even if people don't get the reference, they're, they're gonna think it's hilarious. You have to do it. It'll be a surprise. All right. If there, if there's a better beer than what you just had, because this is only a four for me. 
Okay, so if you get like a four if, and a half or a five, then maybe we'll hear it. A five. You'll hear it for a five. All right, crap. Well, you don't like dark beers, and we're going to get to those pretty soon, so we're, we might run out of options for you to get that five, but we'll see. We're going to move right along. Beer number four. Another one I haven't had yet. This is Short Fuse Brewing Company's Guava Margarita Goza. Now, again. That sounds fantastic. Same reasoning. You know, like, it's spring headed towards summer, and margaritas are great for warm weather very refreshing uh i like guava juice so guavas margaritas why not uh i went i went to the store i picked it up and i'm pretty freaking excited about this and i think it's going to be refreshing so uh you know don't don't fail me now um danny we've made you the official beer sound effect guy can you uh can you crack us open you got it mm, that was kind of weak <sighs> cups please cups por favor favor all right let me sniff this oh yeah okay so on the nose guava guava up the yin yang on, on the the nose when you when you smell it I'm, I'm liking the smell a lot uh i assume the margarita part will come in the taste perhaps uh i'm i'm, I'm diving in let me pinch my nose as i dive in <laughs> the smell is amazing and i'm gonna take a drink as well oh i don't know i don't know about the smell man it smells like armpits, to be honest. Really? <laughs> it really does. It smells like B.O. Do you not like guava? That's weird. I, it's guava. Guava? It's guava. It's guava. Bro. Okay. Bro. Okay, okay. It, depends, bro. it depends where you're from, bro. It depends on the part of Mexico you're from, bro. Guadalajara? Like, are you from the poor people side or nah? I'm from the poor people side. Who are we kidding? He's from the light skin side? <laughs> I'm from the watered down side, I guess. So speaking of watered down, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but obviously there's no like tequila in this beer. So while it does taste like a margarita, it tastes like the, the flavor of margarita. Like if you had all the, the, the fixings without the, the liquor, um, are, you, are you getting that kind of a taste on it? Yeah. So I definitely taste the guava. Guayava. 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 There you go. Guayava. He thinks, he thinks the guava tastes like huevos. Guava. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. So I'm going to give this a pints up, uh, but I'll say that when you buy this, you better like the, the guava. Or, or guayaba, guayaba, or or if you're a white guy like me, if you're if, you're, if you're the gringo, guava. you're just like guava. guava. I like the guava juice. The guava juice. But I uh, like the guava juice. It, it sounds like bad shit. Well, <laughs> guano, <laughs> guano, guano. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't taste like bad shit. However, uh, I would say you want to be into the guava. Uh, if you're in it for the margarita reasons, that's going to be I think very like subtle and smooth and kind of watery because. You can't really get the full margarita taste if you don't have tequila. And you don't have tequila, so it just kind of feels like a salted, watery rim without the tequila. Um, it is. It does have an acquiring taste, but once it hits the lips, it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's really good, actually. It's, it's very so good. good when it hits the lips. Yeah, it's it's very refreshing. I'm giving it a pints up. Uh, I would just say if you're looking into, you know, purchasing it for yourself... Uh, if you're in a guava, cool. If you're not, you might be a little disappointed that the margarita doesn't taste like straight margarita. But it's still really good and tasty, refreshing, and, and smooth. Yeah, this one's very refreshing. So far, it's been my favorite one. Uh, enough to I'm, do the noise? Pints up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, you could do better. You did better. Pico, earlier. stop doing that. It's weird, dude. Own it. Own um, it. Like, like, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't deep. do that. I'm, it's not my thing. Like, I just, I, I, I've, just gra- I've adapted it from somebody else, and, and your, I can't. I just can't your, do it. Grab your salchichon in your pantalones. That's right, salchichon. <laughs> and and you fucking you do the noise the right way. No, no, no. This is gonna be a four point two five for me. Oh, it's good. It's very refreshing. Definitely a summer beer. Oh yeah, highly course. recommend it. I agree. Uh, sitting outside, yeah, you know, enjoying the up. sun. Uh, definitely pints up, uh, and uh, yeah, four point three. Yeah, it's it's enjoyable. Very good. Yeah. All right. Cool. We're gonna move along to uh, something that I think also uh, is a, a summer flavor. Um, summer flavor. And uh, this one is a collaboration beer. The I believe the only collaboration we have on the docket for today's episode. Uh, Arrowhead Brewing Company and Hailstorm Brewing Company collabed on Peda con Leche, it's, which you guys translated it as what? It's called Peda con Leche. All right. And, and Peda con Leche. Peda right. con Leche. I'm going to leave this stuff to you guys. The gringo don't know how Peda to means it. like getting drunk. So you're, we're getting drunk with milk. Getting drunk with milk is exactly what that means. All right. I'm very nervous about this one, to be honest. How with how, you. how drunk on the milk are we getting? Is this like a infant? Is this like a baby getting drunk on the on the milk? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah I think so. Do um, you ever see like the face so, of like the like, the, the, yeah. like the memes where the baby's just like uh like yeah. eyes rolled back in his head? It looks like, like it's beer coming out of the chocolate wasted. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So, so is that what this is gonna do to us? I don't know. I don't know. I I think of like an horchata or something like that. Or like what? What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that shot? Or the uh, rum chata? That's what I feel like this is gonna taste like. All right. Well, only one way to find out. Crack, right. crack it open for us. You're the official Cracking beer cracker. Cracking it open. All right. That was better than the last one. Good job. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Getting uh, better. I don't know which one of these is mine. I think this is mine. <laughs> All right, it's okay. Our mouths have touched before. Whoa. Wait. What? You were sleeping. It's okay. Did Did you smell them a little? <laughs> so i gotta say i'm not a fan change the subject quick i'm not a fan of the uh, milk beers so i don't know how uh well, so how i feel about ooh, this let me see this can oh it yeah looks like, it looks like a pancho so here's the thing though so so we're talking con leche we're talking with milk right but it's not technically a milk stout it is an Orchata inspired imperial golden ale with rice, lactose, vanilla, and cinnamon sticks. So the thing is, cinnamon. You would think the most common thing would be that this would be like a milk stout or something, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's a golden ale. So this might be okay for people that don't like the dark beers, because as you can see, we've got like a medium brown color here. Just like me. <laughs> yes. So this smells wonderful. If I smell lightly, it does smell like rice water. If I take a really hard tug, it smells like urine. That's weird, right? It, it smells like horchata. Um, I don't know what your problem is. I don't smell urine. Uh, hard tugs are weird. <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> maybe it smells like... I don't smell urine either. Maybe it smells... I don't know. Maybe it smells like my urine when I had too much horchatas. Horchata. Orchata. There you go. You got it. See, do, like you're I, among Mexicans. I feel like if I try to pronounce it correctly too hard, then it like comes off even worse. Like, is trying to what's worse, trying too hard or saying it like a white boy? 
Ah, uh, shit. Trying too hard for sure. <laughs> Bro, you just shit out of like, luck. Like, like fucking Peggy Hill rolling the shit out of her R's on King of the Hill. Like, that shit was, yeah. That's what I don't want to be. Like, because, like, she was, like, painful when she did it on that cartoon. I was like, oh, Peggy, they're going to cringe. Hit you. Cringeworthy. Yeah, don't do that. All right. Let's do it. All right. So, Peda con leche. Peda con leche. Flash the can at this guy's. What are we on? IG Live? IG, baby. Hey man. Ain't nobody on right now in any way. Some yeah, of the ain't nobody watching. You ain't got no friends, Pico. Some of the best. Some <laughs> you guys are my friends. <laughs> We're all, all here. three of us. We all logged in. We're in the same <laughs> IG live together. All right, so I like this. This is good. I definitely taste the cinnamon. Um, whoo, a lot of the cinnamon. I taste cinnamony milk. Yeah, definitely got the the milky rice water uh, thing going on. It does taste like an horchata, but I feel like I'd rather take. What kind of horchata are you drinking? Horchata. 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 At least I don't say horchata. Horchata. I'm a whore for horchata. Who are you calling a whore? I'm a whore for horchata. So, I like this, but I kind of feel like I would like to add some rum to some real horchata. Mm. Not necessarily have an horchata beer. Needs some more cinnamon. Cinnamon? I think it has a lot. I think it has a lot. You think it needs more? I don't know. Not a fan. Really? Like, I want to try, I want it to taste like rum chata. Like that's what I was hoping for, and it's, it's it's not. It's a little more sour, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, sour. Um, I, I I don't know if it's sour, but I kind of like I'm a, I'm a finish. There is a little bit of like a like a tanginess or a something that like takes away from the smoothness you expect from milk. I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, overall, I'm gonna give it a pints up, but I. Obviously, like I'm that I'm that guy that when you tell me something tastes like something, I want it so much to taste like coffee. I want it so much to taste like chocolate. In this case, I want it so much to taste like horchata. Like horchata. Horchata. Um, He's got a little Mexican in him. Un tris- yeah, you. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> At least it hurts somebody. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Sorry. I'm, Sorry. I'm like a duck's ass, brother. I'm watertight because nothing gets in there. It's one way only. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he is not using this. <laughs> oh, that might get cut out. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, this does kind of taste like what it's inspired by, but I kind of would like it to be a little bit smoother and more like horchata than it is. But it's pretty close. Uh, I think I would be interested in these flavors being in a milk stout. Um, so you get that creamier flavor than a golden ale, but I don't know because then, like, what do you think, Danny? Because you said you're not a you're not a big fan of too many dark beers. Uh, I'm I'm not, but you know, this isn't really dark, right? So like, do, would you prefer these flavors in a smoother, like, creamy milk stout, or would that be? Yeah, no, I think so. I think it needs to be like a darker beer. Uh, it makes sense, right? It, a milk does. stout, a, a milk, stout a, a milk needs to be beverage, a, little a, a milk it, beverage, it, a milk inspired. This beverage. is just weird. It's yeah, weird. I mean, I, it has I, it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. I, I feel like what they tried to do is yeah, be like, hey, yeah. the obvious thing is to to put this in a milk stout because it's a, a pera con leche. We're trying to be horchata, like milk stout. It just makes sense, and and I'm sure con leche. I'm sure other breweries have that going on, but I, I think they just wanted to be different, so they Peda. went they went golden ale, Peda. and I don't know. It works. It's good, but like I just feel like sometimes you know you get too clever. It's like oh, don't go with milk stout. Everybody's doing that. But I feel like this flavor is best suited in a milk stout. And it, if you want to get the highest marks, you should stay there. So I like to get to the point, and uh, I do taste the ochata. It's a little sour with ochata, which I don't. It doesn't. 
doesn't mm-hmm. taste right. So I'm gonna give this a uh, two. A and, two. Uh, That's a pints down. Yeah, wow. definitely a pints down. Definitely a pints down. So like I, wow, okay. Are you, are you up or down over there? I, so I'm at about a three because I don't hate it. Okay. But I don't I don't lobe it. So is your is your so thumb like? Is your thumb out to the side? It's, it's like right in the middle. Why wouldn't you honestly. get a four then? Because uh, because I'm I'm like right in the middle. Okay. I, I I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Um, will I drink it again? Meh. Maybe. Nope. I might. It's 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 different. It's a different type of beer. Um, I do. I'll I, give it. I'll give it a pint up. Okay. It's it. I'll give it a pint up. Um, I do like for things to taste yeah, different. It's, it is different, and I taste the. I do taste the cinnamon. I'm a fan of the cinnamon and like, I don't know. I don't hate it. So, Again, pints up. it's the sour and the chata. It doesn't. So, I don't taste sour though. I don't right. taste sour. I don't know. I think it's the aftertaste that I that I get. It is in the aftertaste. I don't know if sour is the right word, but there's a little something funky in the finish that doesn't taste as smooth as you'd expect from something when you're, when you're talking milk. Agree. So, uh. We're going to move along to number six. We're going to be at the halfway point. Oh, boy. Uh, we're going with Sagatuck Brewing Company's Neapolitan Milk Stout. And uh, it's the sexy pink bottle right there. Uh, Just like my underwear. Ooh. I thought, I mean, I thought we, I thought we oh, were wearing red right. panties I, I, today. I was wearing red. Right. Or I'm not wearing any. I was the one not wearing any. Oh, right, right, right. Pico has the black ones. Gotcha. Correct, correct. Baby. So we're going to Houdini this bad boy. Houdini. Hey, like the Fonz, man. Like that the was Fonz. pretty fancy, right? You like that thing? Pretty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a little. What are you doing down there, Tiger? All right, it's a, it's a dark beer. Uh, this is one that I have had. So after the last couple of being uh, first timers for me, I've I've had this at home. I've been sitting on this for a while. Um, a very short two sentence story. I had a Neapolitan beer at Imperial Oak. Uh, on Patty's Day weekend that I gave a five. It was amazing. It tasted just like Neapolitan ice cream. And then, so when I saw this at the store, I was on a Neapolitan <laughs> kick, and I was like, hey, you know, like, Imperial Oak, they don't, that was like a, a one-off, like a one-kegger. They don't sell that anymore at the brewery. They're not selling sure. it at stores. There's no distro on it. So uh, let's see what these guys are doing with Neapolitan milk stout. And I got to say that it wasn't as good, but it's still good. Um, I'm going to sniff it again. Sniffing's good. So it smells wonderful. Mm. It smells very good. It definitely smells like strongly up front of like the chocolate ice cream and like a Neapolitan and, and uh, all, the, all the colors of the, the magical ice cream goodness. I smell it all. The problem is... I wish it was whiskey. Well, what? Whiskey and ice cream sounds like the bubbly guts, but I mean, yeah. to each his it's own like the, if you the, want that. The Bee Gees, man. All right, so this smells amazing. So I'm going to dive in because I haven't had this one for a while. Uh, when All I right. first tasted it, I felt like I, w- I wish the flavor was a bit dive stronger. In. Let me, let me see in. if I still feel that way. Balls deep. So my thing, my thing is I think that the smell is very vibrant of ice cream, and it makes me want the flavor to be equally as strong. And the flavor is there, but not in a like punch-you-in-the-mouth kind of way. Now... I've had a Neapolitan milk stout that punched me in the mouth, and I gave a five out of five. Uh, this, my untapped rating on it is a 3.75, and it's basically because it's very smooth, it smells delicious, it tastes good, but I want those flavors to be stronger. I feel like it's a little too weak in the flavor profile. So I don't get the flavor at all. Um, 
It does. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But I don't get the uh, Neapolitan flavor, and that's what I was hoping for. Well, I, I will say I found it late in the season. Uh, it's released annually on November 1st. This is the June episode. I mean, come on. When do you want to have ice cream? In cold November or now? So I sat on this bottle. I sat on All it. year. All year, baby. I sat on the bottle. I said, ow! You sat on it. I, I saw a weird video with when people sat on things. and uh, Yeah, that, that didn't end well. Bottlenecks. Don't, hurt, sit, on, don't sit on bottles, okay? Yeah, don't, don't sit on Neapolitan milk stouts. But I will say I, I like the smell more. The smell's more intense than the flavor. The flavor's good. It's smooth. It's an easy drinker. I just wish that it had more flavor. Like, you, if you could, like, turn your amps to 11... That would be amazing. I think you need more of, of what's good in this beer. So overall, pints up, but I feel like it could have been so much more if it just really kicked you in the pants and amped up the flavor profile even more, if it was more intense. Uh, so, so Pico is a thumbs. You're, you're a pints down? Oh, no, no, no. I'm a pints up. You're a pints up? I was hoping for the, the uh, Neapolitan flavor. It was still a great beer. Still really good. And uh, I'm going to rate it number-wise. I'll give it a, uh, a six. A six? A six? Five Dude, it only goes up to five. I know, it goes up to five on Untapped, Because I bro. loved it. Leave me alone. He, lo- he loved it. He, lo- he loved it. Just because it doesn't taste it. like Neapolitan doesn't mean I can't love it. All right. I'll at, give it a ten. At this point, we're halfway through the beers. The dude's tipsy. He's giving six right. out of five. Six. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it a twelve. Um, so, it was good. I definitely enjoyed it more than the, the previous one that we had. It has better flavor. I was expecting more of the Neapolitan ice creamish flavor. Ice creamer, um, you screamer. We are screamer. For I don't ice creamer. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Uh, it's gonna get a three point two five for me. Oh. But pints up. All right, pints up. So through six, we're in the halfway point. Uh, right now, guys, I think I'm drunk. Are you? Well, it's only going to get more interesting from here. We've already had some off color remarks, uh, mostly from me, but you know, it's only going to get better with, with more as, as the digestion happens, uh, things will spill out of our mouths. It's, it's just the way it works. Uh, so, so far to recap, we've had Lakefront Brewery, River Westine Amber Lager. We have had Pollyanna Brewing Company's Kiwi Allure. We have had New Glarus Brewing Company's Serendipity. We have had Short Fuse Brewing Company's Guava Margarita Goza. And we also did a collab between Arrowhead and Hailstorm Brewing, Pera Con Leche. And the one you just heard now is Saga Talk Brewing Company's Neapolitan Milk Stout. We are going to take a very short break. And when we come back from this timeout, six more to go, baby. So, uh... Eat a cracker, rinse your mouth out with some freaking water, get that palate refreshed, and uh, we're going to power through these last six. It's the After Work Drinks podcast. Stay- Baby! Stay tuned. For all the latest news and events, visit our page at twitter.com slash awdpod. And once you're there, make sure you never miss a tweet. Follow our Twitter handle at awdpod. Pooch here, After Work Drinks Podcast. Can you hear me? Because it's loud in here. But we have some really, really sexy barrel-aged offerings from these breweries. Some really good IPAs as well. 
both of the hazy and original recipe. I'm feeling it. I'm currently sipping on some water. We got about 30 minutes to go here. After we after work drinks podcast is just having a phenomenal time. Uh, a lot of one-offs. This is just really, really good. You go to Untapped and nobody's checked in. You know why? Because this is the only keg. This is the only sixtal. This is the only thing in existence, and it's amazing. And uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go try to get as much as I can as we rally here in the final half hour. Uh, super stoked. Can't wait to report. Uh, I'll give my review on my favorites right after this. Please stay tuned. Pints up. Cheers. Oh my God, it's so good. It's amazing. Or pints down. This is terrible. Did I do something wrong? Are you mad at me? All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. And we've got six more to go here on the one-year anniversary podcast, doing a beer for every month that we've been in existence. And up next is Left Hand Brewing Company. But I'm right-handed. You're right-handed? Well, that's allowed. You could open it with your right hand. But you know if you... Uh, no, use, no, no, you know what? I'm going to use my left hand. Use your left hand. It's going to feel like someone else is doing it. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> and if you sit on it, it makes it even... Get your hand. I, I'm not even gonna get, get into get that. Your, get, uh, <laughs> just, get, let's just open, open the, the can. Beer. Open the get, can. Get your hand nice and numb so that you can open that can properly. Okay, guys, you got to talk for a little bit. <laughs> Do you have the tingles? Not yet. All right, keep, keep sitting talking. on it. Let's talk about. It. So, okay, left hand milk stout is a very popular. You can't stop laughing. Look at him. Left hand milk stout is a very popular beer. Uh, you know the the original original recipe. And uh, about a month or two ago, I was I was going through Benny's, and there was one box left of the raspberry variant. And I didn't know when it was released. I didn't know if I'd be able to find it again. I was just like, hey, there's one left. And uh, I like their original milk stout. Uh, I'm not averse to raspberries. Um, I'm okay with raspberries. Um, Rasp. Rasp. So uh, I said, you know, what the hell? Why not? Because, you know, there's certain breweries that have stuff on the shelf year round and you're like, yeah, you know what? Not this time. I got these. I'll I'll buy that next time. And you kind of like put it in the back of your mind. Maybe you make a little note on your phone or whatever the hell to, hey, put that on the beer shopping list for next time. But this was a situation where there was one left. And if I I didn't get it, I might not see it again until like next year or something. So I picked it up. Here we are. And uh, is your hand sufficiently numb now, Danny? I think so. All right. Crack that beer. Uh, this is gonna be hard. That's what she said. Sick bastards. <laughs> Give me your goddamn cups. Why am I here? Because I brought you free beer and told you to talk into a microphone. Oh, good point. Let's see what this smells like. I'm not drinking this. <laughs> I'm not drinking this. Nope. What What are you against? You don't like the smell? I, I've had left hand before, and I was I wasn't a fan the first time. Like I said, I was a beer of the month member, um, and that's where I had it. And this one smells not so good. So you haven't even tasted it yet. You just smelled it. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, Danny has green. The leche stout, bro. El stouto de leche. Come on. Holy shit! You know what? Taste it, bro. Taste it. Look at this what? guy. He hated it. it. Now he loves it. Taste it. So the smell doesn't do it justice. No, not at all. Taste it. It smells like like. Stale raspberries, but then you taste it. It's pretty, Rasp- it's pretty smooth and good. Raspberry. Just, just put your tongue in the glass. 
Nope. <laughs> All right. So I've had this before. So I'll, I'll I'll go last. What do you guys think? Since so after looking at Danny's face, I know he he agrees with me. It's it's pretty damn good. It's very uh. It's, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Weird. Acquiring. A little, like a little weird. So back when I first had it on Untapped, I gave it a three point seven five. Um, I feel like the raspberry is not too tart. The fact that it's a milk stout helps smooth that out. Uh, makes it very very drinkable, very smooth. Uh, easy on the palate, and I just uh, I like it a lot. I I think that it is a a very good beer as long as you're not averse to milk stouts. Now, uh, you came in thinking that the the stank on that raspberry was going to be off putting, and you liked it. So, like I was saying earlier, when we first got to the milk stouts, I said I'm not a fan of milk stouts, but um, after tasting this one, at the smell, no, but at the taste, the flavor is pretty damn good. It's surprisingly very good. Now, Danny, you don't like most dark beers. Uh, what, did, what did you think? Because you seemed like you weren't going to like it, and you maybe kind of feel the same way as Pico, or no? Um, so the raspberry, definitely. I can definitely taste the raspberry. Um, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it another taste, all right? It's good. It's really good. Um, I'm not a fan of dark beers at all. Stouts, I don't like. Um, but this is very good, very smooth. It's actually very smooth. Agree, um, agree. I I taste the raspberry. That kind, of, I I feel like that kind of diffuses a little bit of the, the 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 stoutiness of the beer. Okay. And um, I'm gonna give it a pints up. All right, I'm yeah, I'm definitely. pints up as well. Almost oh, definitely pints up. And uh, number wise, I give it a. Uh... 3.5? A 28. Yeah. Three. That's, you I want to give it 172. Hey, Pico, you know what? That's where I have it at. I have it at 3.5. All right. 3.5 is good. So we're rating on untapped. Uh, we're giving it a pints up all across the board. And, um, yeah, I, I think that there is a, a lot to be said about the balance of uh, the traditional flavor of a milk stout and then an adjunct uh, like raspberries kind of switching things up so i'm glad that you guys both went in thinking you wouldn't like it and it it won you over um oftentimes when i'm reviewing a beer i may give give something a very high rating but kind of like way back on beer number one with the lager i'll say like hey you know what it's not knocking my socks off as anything like overly special but like it's very drinkable then there's beers where like you get in your like you know, your Russian Imperial Stouts and stuff that's like strong. I'm like, all right, I can't drink this all day. But in this moment, if I'm just rating the pro, like the flavor profile on a couple of sips or a few sips, um, I've given stuff high ratings that I know like, hey, it might be like rough on the alcoholy side of things for me to have more than one. But I'll still say like, I like this taste. I don't know that I'll drink it frequently, but I like this taste in limited quantities. So um that that's definitely something to be said. Like I'll give something I'll give something higher marks for it being very drinkable, but I'll also give something high marks even if I can't drink a ton of it, but just like that initial that initial flavor that hits my lips is is enjoyable. It's, it's really good. Really good. So uh we're gonna move on now to another one that's a dark beer. So let's see if we can win Danny over two times in a row on dark know. beers. I don't know. I don't know, that's tough. City lights coconut porter down there on the end in the white can, baby. I love you know co- I do love coconut. Uh, good. I- this thing's gonna punch you in the mouth it's gonna play speed bag with your 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 little guys you, you know you know what it's gonna Pooch, be bursting I'm, I'm, with coconut flavor I'm, I'm i'm an ex-boxer don't box anymore but I, I don't take well when people punch me in the mouth 
Well, this so, isn't gonna punch you in the mouth, good, baby. If it's a good punch, it's gonna I'm, be a low I'm blow. Happy for it. It's oh, gonna be oh, a, a low blow. It's gonna be a coconut to the speed bags, is what this is gonna oh. be. It's so coconutty. It hits you big time up front. Gotta relax this, the I can speed say. bags. Right. I mean, like in a good way. In a good way. It's gonna. It's gonna tickle the ivories in a in a very pleasurable way. Okay. All right. All right. Crack Here it. we go. Crack a lacking. Yes. He's he's on a roll now, kids. Good cracks. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin's a good man. He's a good man. Steal your baby. Oh, this is really. Oh, cool. you, that smells. He, he smells the coconut. This Ooh. is really dark, guys. I don't know. Take a, take a take a whiff. Take a whiff of it. I mean, smell it and tell me you don't smell like coconuts all over. It's like up your nostril, down the back of your throat. That stank. Smell it. I, I'm a huge fan of coconut. Lovely set of coconuts. He put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> uh, what do we think, guys? Danny, you're going to enjoy it. Smells amazing, right? If you like coconut, this smells amazing. It just... Mm. Whoa, it smells awesome. Wafted in. It's Milwaukee's best right here. I, I really? Just, it's Milwaukee's best? It is a Well, it's a Milwaukee beer. I don't know if it's their best, but I, it's one of my favorite Milwaukee beers. You know what? Yeah, it is a five. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking. I'm not going to say anything else. You guys talk the whole time. A five? I don't care. It's a five. It's you a five. Hate, Did you, you sip it or are you just you doing that on you, smell? You're, you're no, handing sip. out fives and twelves like nothing. If I could give a 17 to this, I would. So freaking right, let's good. Let's see what Danny, I'm watching his eyeballs. What's he got here? Whoa. See? Yep, see? There you go. See? Wow. I told Holy you. shit, that's good. Just just get, just out of curiosity, number-wise. Honestly, a, hold on. I want the noise. Wow. Let him let him sip it again. Wow. I want I want the noise. I want him to wow. try harder this time with wow. the noise. Holy shit, this is good. Wait, don't don't, don't finish <laughs> He's that. finishing the can. Don't, don't yeah, finish I'm going to finish the can, guys. I'm <laughs> don't, sorry. Don't, don't do that. that. I want more. That was good. So, number so I gave this a four point two five out of five. Four point two five? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go a little higher than that. Go go higher. That's I can um, give it a five. I can't mm. I, I, I don't give out fives. I can't. Can't do it. So the only reason I didn't go higher than a four point two five, and on the right day I might go four five, but initially when I had this in Milwaukee, I gave it a four point two five on untapped. And the reason why, I feel like up front Danny, I'm drinking your beer. No, there you go. no, you're not. So I feel like the flavor just like blasts you up front. In the tail end, I kind of have like um, slight, maybe just like a hint of malt or like a like a carbonated like kind of feeling finish. Um, I almost wish that I could pack this amount of coconut into a milk stout so the the, the finish is smoother. Where like a porter is not quite as smooth as a milk stout. Um, but overall, that up front when it first hits your yeah. tongue and the aroma is like to die for. So so you know what it. it- it almost feels like I'm drinking an almond joy. That would be an amazing thing. Uh, side note: Summer's coming. Dunkin' Donuts, or I guess you're not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. You're just Dunkin', which is Dunkin'. Fucking ridiculous! You fucking idiots! You sell donuts. You're Dunkin' Donuts. But anyway, when they did, I think two summers ago, the almond joy flavor. Oh my god, that was this an amazing is, time in my life. This is really good. Almond joy beers, ladies and gentlemen. That's where it's at. So, Pooch, out of curiosity, where did you, uh, where did you find this beer? Uh, I purchased this beer. Uh, so first, I I drank it for the first time at an arcade bar in Milwaukee, uh, 1983 arcade bar, which was right out the window of my hotel room at the lovely Aloft Hotel. Good times. Uh, and then I purchased the beer that we are now having at Mars Cheese Castle. So Is that in Chicago or. 
No, brother, come on. You don't know the Mars Cheese Castle? Well, it's in I'm Wisconsin, sorry, been, baby. Been, uh, oh. Outside of Chicago. No, yeah, you know what? Okay, when, when I go back to Milwaukee, we're going to do a dude trip. We're going to do a road trip, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the wonders that oh, yeah. that is. But uh, yeah, man, City Lights Brewing Company is doing some great stuff. So uh, if you like coconut, you're going to love this beer. Yeah, this, this is some good beer. It's really good. Um, pints up for sure. I'm gonna give it a 4.25. Nice. Boom. Same as me. We're gonna move right along. We're gonna we're gonna keep on chugging, as they say. Uh, that was beer number eight. We're moving on to beer number nine. Now, Danny, you don't like dark beers that much, but you said you do like I, coffee beers. I love coffee. Hold on. Let, let, let's pump the brakes. I love coffee. So. So yes, hopefully you yes. like coffee beers. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping coffee beers are good. All right, so we're going to do that very colorful can there. Half Acre. I see it. Half Acre Big Hugs. It's the 10-year anniversary of Big Hugs. Ten, so uh, hopefully, it's ten been, years. hopefully it's been perfected Shit. in the past decade. Let's get it on, Mike. Let's crack it. Cracking it. It smells like I'm at a coffee shop. So it smells very good. It smells very good. Now, I've had this before. So... Again, I wanna I wanna hear your guys' thoughts first. I am a fan. What what do you guys think? Give me smell so, first, and then and then dive in for uh, a taste. Smell wise, I don't smell smelled. anything. I, I smell honestly. I smell flowers, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know why. How but the fuck do you smell flowers? <laughs> honestly, have yeah, you never gone I, outside and smelled flowers? It, do you know what roses smell like? Poo poo. What kind of coffee flowers do you smell? I don't bro? smell coffee at all. I know you like to think your shit don't stink. Oh, wait, yeah, I smell, I smell coffee. roses really smell. <laughs> ooh, ooh. All right, so now you, you, smell, you smell coffee. No more floral notes? I still no. smell flowers and I coffee at the same time. I smell flowers. I don't know why. I smell flowers. I smell going outside poo-poo, on a nice summer flowers. day <laughs> and poo-poo, taking a big... Poo-poo. Poo-poo. <sighs> a deep breath, and that's what I would smell. And I'm going to hit it with a little uh, taste now. Hold on. It tastes like coffee, so I like it. It's good. Excellent. So uh, are we pints up across the board, gentlemen? Pints, pints up. up. I think it's, uh, you know, there's there's different adjuncts of this beer. There's different variants. Of course, there's a lot of coffee beers, you know, start mixing in other flavors um, and what have you. And there's versions of that for this guy, but this is the original. It's the 10-year anniversary on those those big hugs, baby. Those big, big hugs. And... Um, I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I give it a pints up. I think if you like coffee beers, uh, this goes down smooth. Uh, it tastes very, very good. And um, man, there's just a lot of good coffee beers out there. And this is one of them. Half Acre is doing it up. I do love a Half Acre beer. Half Acre can do no wrong. I'm checking it in. I'm, I'm a big I'm going to give it a 3.5 because I like coffee. I, I agree with Danny. 3.5. I don't even know what I reviewed this in the past, but I know I liked it. So uh, did you like it or did you love, love it? it? I loved it, baby. I loved it, Daddy. It's a it's a pints up. I'm a are big you, fan. You're, you're scrolling a lot in that untapped app. Are, are, but you, you know what? This is a beer you cannot chug. You gotta no. Take your time sipper. and enjoy it. Yeah, it's oh, like, a, like an old fashioned. Yes, <laughs> but coffee. But coffee. Yes. All right, I'm about to throw this back, and we're gonna we're gonna get on to the next one. Get on to the next one. And we're down oh to three. Beer number 10, baby. We're staying in the coffee vein. Now, this is a huge wild card. Uh, I was going through my local liquor store. Liquorama, baby. Shout out to Liquorama. And uh, yes, uh, by Kedzie there. Yes, Archer and Kedzie. Archer and Kedzie. Great, great, uh, great 
liquor store. They have a lot of good stuff there. They do. And uh, oftentimes I feel like I get some good finds because uh, the neighborhood likes to go there just to get the, you know, the normal stuff you get for like barbecues and, and watching mm-hmm. the fights and stuff. And um, you get your uh, Budweiser, your Coronas, then you got your hidden beer that nobody knows right. about. Now, now, sometimes there's a tag for a beer that I really would have liked that's that's empty. So I'm not going to say nobody knows about it. But it is a hidden spot. Though. I definitely feel like there's some some good stuff that when I find it there, I'm like, yes, thank God for this place. Like, uh, kind of being like a little hidden gem where so, where the main clientele aren't looking for for rare craft stuff. So I've never heard of this because I obviously I don't live in Japan. But Japanese brewery, hopefully I'm not butchering the name Kyuchi K I U C H I Kyuchi Brewery, and what we're about to try is the Hitachino. H-I-T-A, Chino. Hit a Chino nest, espresso stout. So uh, I love espresso. If we could pull out that espresso stout and uh, pop that top on it, this is going to be another one that uh, I have only owned for a couple days, guys. I have not experienced this, so this is going to be different for us. Oh, man. It, it's, it's not gi- working. It's giving you trouble. It is. Dang, it doesn't know how to work that left arm. No, it's the right arm <laughs> that I'm good with. It's not numb enough. All right, let's Mexican we go. style this thing. Pop it. Oh, give me that owl. I need that for my... Yo, that caught some air. I need that for my bottle cap collection. I have like one of those United States of America brewery bottle caps. You said this is from Japan, though. That's true. <laughs> That's true, but it could still it could still go in my collection. Let's pour it, let's pour it out. So, guys, I have, I have an Americano every morning. Okay. With, extra? with an extra shot of espresso. Venti, so I feel Venti. like I you know what that's from. I I feel like I'm gonna like this one because I like espresso. Honestly, I'm scared of this one. So it smells really smooth. I smell the the espresso like I co- smell it right now. Espresso coffee bean thing going on for sure. Very strong. Now, so here's the thing. Like you know how when you go to like you know restaurants or bars and and they kind of try to do the around the world thing and they got like you know Japanese stuff and you you know like your Sapporo and stuff like that. Mm. I can't say that I've ever really had much of like a deep dive selection into anything from Japan, to be honest, as far as beer goes. Um, I've had Sapporo and I, I've tried something I don't remember the name of at Epcot at Disney. And I, I don't know what that was. I, I feel like maybe there's like a sumo guy on the tap, but I don't, you know, I don't remember the name. It definitely wasn't this. So this is the first espresso stout or coffee beer type thing that I've ever heard of out of Japan. And when I saw it on the shelf, I was just like, I have to. Like, it's inexcusable not to. So this is a unique thing. It smells really good. And I'm about to jump on this guy right now and see what it tastes like. It does smell delicious. Pico, Pico's gagging a little bit. I'm not gagging. I'm just shaking my head. I'm not I'm not feeling the smell. I'm sorry. I don't feel the smell. We, Danny, you and I both know we had those nights. You've had those nights. I was talking about me. Yeah, yeah it was me. Yeah, exactly. Um, this was just, good. Just, just try it. Scent wise, not a fan. I'm, I'm, let me. Let me I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna do one. 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 I'm a fan, guys. I like it. I don't hate it. Holy fuck! So this is a microbrewery. It's Kyuchi Brewery microbrewery in Nakashi, Ibaraki. God bless you, Japan. Right. <laughs> so, uh, this guy, I feel like. The smell is, is delicious, on par with espresso. Mm. The taste, 
Idiot. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so dumb. Yeah, you are. Danny's so drunk. That's what it is. Hey, Pooch, quick question. I'm sorry. Yeah, go for uh, it. Sorry to cut you off, but have you ever done 12 beers before? I don't think I have. Not in, not in one sitting. Now, granted, we're not down in the whole beer here, but like... No, not at all. Yeah. Same um, time. We're, we're, we're sipping uh, pretty strong beers. Hitachino. That we are. So, this one, <laughs> I feel like it has... A nice coffee flavor. Um, it goes it goes down pretty smooth. But when I think espresso, you know, an espresso shot's pretty strong. So I kind of expected this to give me a little more kick in the pants than it does. Um, Real kick in the Richard, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, <laughs> overall, I'm going to give it a pints up that I, I will drink it. It's good. <sighs> But I do feel like when I say espresso, I want it to be a little stronger. So this is going to be another one of those beers where like it's good, but I think it could have been great if, if you went a little bit stronger on that, that coffee kick for Agreed. me. Agreed. Because espresso, is, is espresso not strong? It is. It's very and, strong. And I feel like this tastes so, kind of like coffee, but in a weaker sense. The, right. fin- the finish kind of like drags ass across the finish line. You're, it, you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't punch my tonsils. Yeah, uh, I agree. Granted, punch your throat. Gra- granted, I, I got my tonsils removed. <laughs> I got my tonsils removed like 15 years ago. But you know, like if there were, if they were there, it's not punching me in the tonsils. I still have my tonsils. Oh man. So I agree. I'm gonna give this a 2.75. Okay. It, wow. Very. So look, uh, wow. it's it's good. It's good. But my dessert drink is an espresso martini. So whenever I go to a restaurant. I ask them if they have an espresso machine. So if they if, if they don't have one, I won't order an espresso martini. And I, I, I just I'm a fan of espresso. I'm a, I'm a fan of coffee. So it, it it's good. I'm I, I'm gonna give it a, a pints down actually. Okay. I, I, yeah, it, I'm not I'm not a fan. It's it's good, but does it like stand out to me? Not 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 at all. Yeah, I. I... I'm going to give it up only just because it's drinkable to me. I, I enjoy it, but I, but I do feel like I, I want it to be more. I want it to be stronger. So I get where you're coming from on the down. I'm teetering. I'm just barely on the up and up. So uh, definitely pints down. Danny, Danny, what number did you give this? 2.75. 2.75. Okay, I'm going to give this a 1. Wow, yes, dude. a 1. Okay. I, it's... The, I mean, I the, taste the smell. It. No, the taste. Eh. I'm just gonna say, like, it's for me, it's passable grades, but I wouldn't go back to the well for a coffee or espresso oh, yeah, flavored beer. Like, there's there's other ones that I enjoy much better. So I don't want to say. See, I guess it just depends, like, you know, what our our individual rating systems are. Like, I don't want to say pints down and, and make it seem like it's bad, but I know too many coffee beers that I put in front of it. So okay. in this moment. I enjoy it enough to drink it, but I definitely going back to the store would get like twenty different coffee beers before this so, one. So we don't have big glasses and we have taser glasses, and I I can't finish it. I can't. No, it's just no. To the sink you go. All right, that was beer numero. Uh, is that diez? Ten? Yes. 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 So we're moving on to eleven, which is short fuse brewing companies. 
Dark Realm, Russian Imperial Stout with bananas. Cue Gwen Stefani with her, this shit is bananas. Too many yannies. That's weird. Pico, but you know, the can has bananas on it. Your favorite. No, just stop. It's your favorite, dude. Stop. Let's crack it. So with that being said. We cracking. Ooh, shit. That just shot all over my phone. That's what she says. Yes. <laughs> Pico keeps trying to get his one-liners in, and we keep beating him to it. It's, it's all over my pants, too. The mic is too far from me. I'll say up front that I do enjoy this guy. Uh, I've had it before. I'm curious to see what you guys think. So, so let's let's pour it out. The can says... Uh, says it says? says? It yes. says? It Ta- says. Talking says. like it's beer 11. Talking like it's <laughs> beer 11. Says. The can says. says. The can says it's imperial. Just the word imperial in general scares me because we know it's higher than a 10. Ooh. All right. So this smells like bananas, but also I feel like it has a little, almost like a pungent, like tanginess to the smell too, which. I smell the pungy. I don't smell the banana though. No. Banana. Banana. Oh, like, there it is. Sorry. Yeah. Like maybe like a ripe banana because it has like a tangy, a tanginess and bananas don't taste the, tangy. The Danny colored banana. A Danny colored uh, ripe banana. Am I a ripe banana? You're, you're darker than us. Am I ripe banana? Your, your banana's ripe. You're, you're a little darker than us. Super ripe, guys. Super, super ripe. Extra ripe, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Peel that. Peel it. Peel it. Peel it. Okay, hold on. Sniffing. I don't smell bananas. So this is kind of funny. I'm going to say this, guys. When I first had this, I gave it a four. And it oh. could be because I've muddied see, my palate. Th- there it is. Uh, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah. First time, no. Second time, yes. It could be because I've muddied my palate. Well, you know, we're on beer 11 right now. But I, I actually, I still like it. But I, I gave it a four the first time I tasted it. And right now, I'm kind of like, because I love bananas. But right now, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm down around like a three and a half to a three seven five right now. And I, I don't know. The first time I gave it a four. And, and I want to say, if I remember correctly, I had that on a clean palate, my first beer of, of that night, where now it's like I had some other stuff going on. I'm, I'm going to try to rinse my mouth out right now with some water and try it again and see if it changes my mind. A little nope. swish for you. Nope, said, nope, 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 no, just but, no. Smells, smells a little like banana baby food, which I like banana oh, I baby like food. I like banana baby food. I would, I'm a fan. Who is like Gerber? I would Gerber. Eat, I would eat if you put banana like if is it Gerber? Gerber. 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 So if you guys ran to the store and bought me banana Gerbers I would right eat now, it. I, would I would eat, eat the it. shit out of that. I would eat it. You eat shit? And then uh, no banana uh, baby oh. baby banana. And then food. tomorrow morning my poop would come out very <laughs> very mushy, like like banana Gerber. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I I took I took a taste. Um, I Your took a smell. Your poop very smooth. And no, uh, can I go lower than a zero? Can, oh, I, can I give he, it a negative? He's he's going into the negative. I want to give it a negative. I will say I so I just I just cleansed my palate with water and I still I, it helped a little, but I I don't know how I gave it a four last time because no. now I'm down to like max maybe three seven five. So I I, I took a taste. I, I rinsed. Took another right. taste and uh, just no, it's no, it's not my type of beer. 
Just no. I want to give it a negative number. I can't give it a negative uh, that's number. That's good, actually. No, See, I taste banana. What is wrong with you? Me and this guy are going to get I the Gerber's. At, uh, we're going to Walgreens and getting some Yo, baby food. Hey, let's get <laughs> some banana, some banana baby food. <laughs> Can I get kiwis? Back to the. Uh, uh, is that a thing? I don't think they sell kiwi. After baby twelve food. beer, after twelve beers, I think that we uh, we might need White Castle or something. The, the second uh, beer was kiwi. I, I, I don't want to do that to, to any human in the in, on the planet. I've been there. <laughs> Trust me, he doesn't. I've been there. You just need to like not give give me White Castle ever. I've been there ever. What's everybody got going on tomorrow? I gotta be at a barbecue at four p.m. Wedding. I have a uh, contract meeting that I you I have, have to, to do. You have to. Oh oh, before the wedding, wedding and the before gym? the wedding, I have to coach a class at seven thirty in the morning. Yes. So I have contract negotiations at a, uh, ten a.m. I don't know what that means. Are you a basketball player? What are you negotiating? No, I am a uh, union steel worker, and uh, bring in the steel, ladies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, ladies. He wishes. I got that <laughs> This guy's like Colossus on the arcade game. Oh! <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? I'm going to give this one a four. I'm giving this one a negative 25. So I gave this a four my first taste. I think my palate's a little wonky on beer 11 of 12. I'm going to drop down to 375, but overall, I love banana, so I'm still very favorable on a pint step on this. Banana. So, no, honestly, I'm going to give this one a one. I just love beer, guys. I, I don't give a lot of pints down. I'm sorry. We got one left, guys. C. C. We got one left. It's the strongest C. beer. We went light to dark, and we saved the darkest and strongest beer for Is last. Is that Dragon's Milk? Dragon's Milk Reserve really? Orange Chocolate. I've had this one before. All right. Oh, wait. Orange I, Chocolate. I, I still got to finish my banana one. I enjoy bananas. Is that a problem? No. Bananas are good. Potassium is good for you. Potassium. It's got a lot of B12. Potassium. Potassium. All right. So here's the deal with this one. There's been a lot of different variants. I have had a coconut rum variant. That was amazing. I've had a chocolate cherry variant that I definitely untapped, gave a five out of five. Uh, I'm going to reserve my thoughts on this one. I want you guys to go first without being influenced by what I say. But this is definitely a beer where... All variants are not created equal. Some, I think, mesh well better than others. Uh, I have loved every variant I have tried of this beer previously. So let's see what we think of orange chocolate. When I think orange chocolate, yes. I think I think of like those um, those fatty- orange. No, no, hold on. If it's orange chocolate, you got to say orange chocolate. Chocolate, because that's like fancy shit. So anyway. Um, when I think of orange chocolate, I think of like, do you know those like, um, those Fannie Mae, like it's like chocolate covered, like citrus type things, like citrus, like gooey gummy type stuff, kind of like an orangey yellow, like citrus chew. And then it's like dipped in chocolate. That's what I was hoping that this would taste like the first time I tried it. And it's sort of there, but not entirely. So let's, let's see what you guys think. Give it a smell. Take a schwap it at. So... Can, Pooch, I'm sorry. We just had a guest walk in, and uh, she might have a uh, might she might have an opinion about this beer. All right, yeah, well, maybe, she maybe might, she might. We she can might. Have, we can have a guest. She Who's might. this guest, Danny? Uh, this guest is Stephanie. Stephanie. Um, what do you think? You sniff, sniff away. The smell is very orangey chocolate. Very good. Sniff and taste. I do smell the orange and the chocolate. It smells. I'm sorry, close to the mic. Let's get her on the Ah! mic. Let's get get her. Be friendly with the mic. All right, I do smell the orange and the chocolate. 
And I do know what you were talking about with the Fannie Mae. Right. Uh-huh. It smells. A, exactly it smells a lot like. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Mm. Those things are like seventeen dollars a pound, by the way. Ouch. Mm. Have you tried buying them? I, I bought some like a month or two ago, and I was like, "All right, I got my fill. Now nah, I'm not gonna spend that much money again for a while." This is actually not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought I would hate this. I like orange and I like chocolate, so. So, earlier we mentioned something about a creamsicle. This tastes like a creamsicle. It does. Oh, wow, that does taste like a creamsicle. It does. Not a fan of creamsicles. That's good. Fan of this beer though. So what I'm gonna say I like about that. what I'm gonna say about this beer is that. It's very good. It's gonna get it. Oh, it's gonna get oh, it. It's gonna get it. It's gonna get it. It's gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. Tonight. So my today. so my thing on this beer, my thing on this beer is that like on its own, it's very good. Uh, I do feel like the the citrus kind of like gives it like this tart thing when I kinda want like the stout to be like s- smoother, you know? Like I, I so I had the coconut rum one, and I had the chocolate cherry, and I felt like those went down so, so much smoother. Uh, this, I guess, because of the like inherent like tartness that is an orange, um, it's got a little more like zip to the finish than I want. Uh, still very high marks. A little of, oomph? A little oomph. You say? So it's very, very good, but of the variants I have tried so far, I like this one the least, but... To speak to how good it is, liking this one the least, it's still really good. It's just the other two went down so smooth and easy, and this, I feel like the orange kind of gives it like this like tangy, zippy tartness that I wasn't expecting. Um, the other ones are so like cool and smooth and just like very creamy mouthfeel, uh, and this one's a little different because of a, a citrus flavor being the adjunct here. Yeah, so- uh, I agree. Uh, citrusy, it does taste very like creamsicle-y. It's awesome. I like it. I'm a fan. It gets a 4.5 for me. Hey! Oh, wow. Does it get the? Does it get that sound? Oh yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I've given some higher numbers here than I should have. Yes, I'll. I'll yes, I'll. I'll agree with that. You get. You got. Uh, I give this one a, a 37. Uh, 16.3 out of five. No, okay, bro. so I'm. I'm not a big fan of uh, beers that taste like this, but this one. Tastes like a creamsicle, and I wasn't expecting it. It surprised me, and I'm not gonna give it a high number, but I will give That's it good. a two. Would I drink it again if it's in front of me? Yes, cause well, I'm, I ain't no bitch, yo. <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, yeah, I said two, but I wanna give. I'm gonna go a little higher, two point seven. What? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm about to go over there and slap you. I'm not into creamsicles. I'm sorry. This this guy's like getting all like to the to the tenth and it when Ow! this guy's going to the tenth when like the app goes by yeah. quarter points but it's okay. I'm sorry. Okay, shit, damn. So, so I I like it. I like other variants better. Um, I believe I gave the other variants over fours and what? I gave this one a three seven five. Yeah. Um, but overall I like it. Uh, it's the strongest thing we tasted today. Uh. I don't yeah. know. My, my favorite. I don't want to say. In your eyes, uh, I guess we I saved. I don't know. Actually. I, I guess we saved the best for last in Danny's eyes. It wasn't the best for me. But yeah. I, if I, out of these 12 beers, like knee jerk reaction, I want to <laughs> say. Jerk. I want to say that the coconut porter was probably my favorite. City Lights, Milwaukee, you know doing big mm-hmm. things. I, I think that might have been my favorite beer that we tried. You know what? Between that, because they're different styles, I'll say my top two. Uh, and I, I'd have to have a little face-off to determine which I go 
with, but the coconut porter from City Lights and the Nuglaris Serendipity. Those are my top two in no particular All right, wow. order. All right, opposite wow. eyes, opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Obviously, we got a porter and then we got a fruit beer. Uh, those would be my top two uh, on the opposite sides of the spectrum so, today. So, so for being, me, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Dude. No, go, go ahead. Okay. Oh. So not being a fan of porters at all. That coconut porter was amazing. Yeah. It agreed. was amazing. It's actually one of my top of the night. Um, but I still have to say that kiwi. In the, uh, that, that kiwi, kiwi was I, amazing. I and threw I'm up a little like bit in my mouth, I honestly. Not, like I puked in that way. a little bit. But that kiwi was... Like, eh? it, yeah. I still taste that it. That kiwi it's gross. was amazing. So, like so here's the I good hate news. sours. Here's the good news. We've made it through our 12 beers. We've got one. We've got one segment left together, Oof. and I promised you that while we talk about this this topic. I'm sorry, Pooch. Kent, Kent, for that last segment. Yes, sir. I don't want to drink that kiwi. I want to save it. You want to save it? It's, it's, it's open, open. It's bro. open, bro. It's you gotta last. drink. You gotta drink it. I know it's it. open, but I want to save it for after the the, the podcast. No. Can, well, can, fine. Can, okay. Can yeah, I'll throw something. it in the fridge. Or something. So yeah. so so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we are about to jump into 99 bottles. And that is where we continue drinking this fine array of beers while discussing a topic of choosing, which right now is going to be for this episode, uh, sports safety. So uh, let us play that sexy intro and you guys fill up whatever of your favorite of these 12 are right now. You save your kiwi or whatever weird shit you're doing over there, Pico. Uh, There's a little bit left of that coconut porter and everything else has a sizable amount. So fill your glasses and uh, kick that intro and let's talk a little bit during 99 bottles. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at awdpodcast at gmail.com. It's time for some discussion, so take one down and pass it around. This is 99 Bottles. But a Pilsner ain't one. Hit me! All right, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Uh, We're not going to talk that long. We're not going to talk through 99 bottles, but we certainly have 12 cans and bottles here. And uh, so now that we've reviewed them all, we're, we're sipping on some of our favorites here, what's left of them. And uh, the, the subject that I have for us today is sports safety. Uh, there were some things that, that happened um, earlier in the month. Uh, on the same day, uh, our beloved Cubbies, you, you and I, Pico, were Cubs fans. Yes, and uh, yes, yes. Albert Almora Jr., he ripped a foul ball to the left field, like third, uh, third baseline side, and it hit a young girl. Uh, and obviously, you know, there's like HIPAA and things like that, so they can't give too many details about like her condition. I, I believe she's doing all right. Uh, Albert Almora said he wanted to um, make a relationship with that girl and her family and, and obviously, um, you know, make sure everything was cool there. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about sports safety in general, but I guess, uh, the impetus for this conversation is based on baseball because the same day that Albert Elmora did that, I forget which, uh, which, uh, New York Yankees player it was, but also foul ball hit a young child. Um, do you think that the, the netting, uh, up the baselines needs to be extended further? because uh, stuff like this happens from time to time. And it's one of those things where, like, yeah, sure, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't happen every day. 
But twice in one day, you know, once at all kind of is too much. You want safety for everybody in the ballpark, especially young kids. Um, I have an opinion on it. I'll, I'll wait till we come back around to me. But, but what are your thoughts on it? You have a son. So if your son was at the ball game with you and somebody hit a scorcher uh, that was past the netting and popped your kid in some part of his body or the head, like that would be a very dangerous situation. Um, and I get it. Like you'll, it, the netting is a little bit of a visual obstruction and it makes you feel like you're watching a steel cage match, as some say. So what's more important, safety or your visual? What, what is your opinion uh, as it pertains to baseball safety? So Pooch... Normally, you know I'm an asshole. With, yeah, you are. But with this situation, it's it's very difficult because it does it deals with children, and uh, the netting is far enough. I hate to say it is your ticket. It states that whatever happens in the fields, you know, it's they're not to blame. Um, it's just it it sucks, man. What happened? Oh shit! We opened more beer. It sucks. What happened? Um. It, I, I saw his uh, I saw Morris pain I through his you know this whole situation. He he has kids. He he basically like he, he was devastated when it happened. Um, in between innings, he checked with security, and when they told him that the girl so far looks like things are okay, gave him an update. He basically like hugged that security person and like cried. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Obviously, you could tell it affected him. Uh, I didn't see as much of the highlights of of what happened with the Yankees game. I forget which so, player it was, but similar situation. So like. Uh, Where's the balance of like enjoying the game, but also protecting the people in the stands? So you can only do so much. I mean, you're not gonna put a whole a whole net around the whole field. I mean, that's gonna take away the, the fun. You go and enjoy the game. Sometimes mistakes happen, accidents happen, and you don't want them to happen. But you gotta understand, they happen. Yeah, mistakes happen in general. Life, games, yeah, they, yeah, you're right. Happen. So my my thing with it is. Like, safety is definitely important. Uh, I get you want to enjoy the game, too. And so it's it's striking the balance between that. Obviously, I would say, like, I think anybody will tell you that you, you want your head on a swivel. Like, you, you shouldn't probably be horsing around at the baseball game, um, especially, like, if you're behind, you know, home plate and around the, the bend there at first and third. Like, that's where, like, you know, some really scorching foul balls – uh, maybe like out in the bleachers and stuff like granted if you're not paying attention you can still get hit with a foul ball a home run like whatever you see the guys trying to catch stuff with beers and nachos and stuff in their hand and if you're not paying attention at all like it yeah it can hit you um so that's definitely a thing and the one thing i will say though is even the the most attentive person that's being very observant of the game not horsing around not distracted um a scorching foul ball could happen in a second. Yeah. Uh, it can happen when someone's passing you down your beer or your hot dog, you know, eight seats into the row. It can happen when you turn to your family member to make a comment about the last play. Um, yeah, it can happen when you're getting up to go to the restroom or, or you know, to go buy a, a beef sandwich or whatever you're doing. Like there are perfectly like innocent things you can be doing that distract you for a few seconds um, where you can get popped with like a, a scorching foul ball. And I, I feel like it, it, it's a tough situation. Like sometimes people aren't paying attention and that's on them, but sometimes like you're just 
doing normal stuff, like trying to be like, hey, peanuts, and yeah. you, you take your eye off the field of play for a minute, and that's when it can happen. So I don't necessarily think it's always the the viewer, the spectator's fault, and uh, I don't know how long those nets need to be. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I bring up this topic, and you would think because I'm bringing it up that I, w- I would have a strong opinion one way or the other, and I, I honestly don't know what the answer is. I feel like the, the nets definitely need to be like at least to first and third. Should they go to the outfield? No. Oh no, no. Not no. at all. I agree with Danny. No. No. They, I, 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 don't, so look, I don't even think on. we should go. So so this is where I'm at. Yeah, look, like you guys said your piece. So I feel like no. if if you have some young children sit either behind home plate or in the outfield. Yes. Yes. That's it. Don't sit on the on the first baseline. Don't sit on the third baseline. Well, That's where foul balls fly. And foul, and like the Danny, players, the player, yeah, foul balls go to the nosebleeds. Yeah, but like you, you, by yeah. the time they go up there, you have time to be like, hey, shit, there's a ball coming. Like when you're on the third baseline or the first baseline, well, then you deserve to get hit by a ball. <laughs> well, I, I went there. Yes, I went there. No, but seriously, like honestly, like you're buying good seats. Get behind the net. I, I get was, behind the net. If you're with a young child, get behind the net. I would say the nets should end no longer than perpendicular and, and even with first and third base. I'm sorry, Pooch, um, I disagree. I, I just think yeah. that that's like the majority of where like a scorcher will be. Can you catch the right angle that it just clears the base and comes in like on that angle and sideways and, and, and hits somebody hard? Like, yeah, so, but I, th- I think the percentage of like the likelihood of that happening. Um, that's enough to take your chances past first and third. I feel like, Hey, like, yeah, there's, there's acceptable reasons to take your eye off the game for a moment, but you just gotta always be alert. You do. So the reason I disagree is because sometimes the players are in the dugout and that's their time to talk to fans. That's their time to communicate with fans. That's the time to give them their, their little foul ball or what coming home from uh, the third out and giving the, 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 uh, the ball, the baseball, so that's the time where fans and players can communicate. I guess that's I guess that's the way to put it. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe back in the day, I feel like a lot of ball players are dicks. I don't know if it's many of them are, are socializing in between innings as they used to. I don't know. Yeah. But um, being a, being a Cub fan, I went to the Sox game and Azigin, who was at the time with the Sox, obviously, uh, threw me a ball and I was right on the uh, third baseline and it was awesome. It was an awesome feeling. It was an, uh, just to get the ball from him. So I think extending the net would stop that, the fan and player yeah. experience. Put, get it. Having the player push the ball forcefully through that that mm. diamond that oh, diamond yeah. shaped uh, net would not be as enjoyable, no. I guess, to give it to you as a souvenir. I, I get that. Um, no, I, I I think the way that it is now is fine because it's been great, the same great. fucking way since I can remember. Why change shit? Bro, there was, there because was a kids where are, there were no yeah, nuts. No, you, you know what? Kids are getting soft. <laughs> Every, kids are getting fucking soft. Yo, pay attention. Well, so, so bring a bring bring a baseball glove to a to a game, like and catch a goddamn to. ball yeah. instead of bring yeah. catch your, a ball instead of bringing your cell phone or so, your Game Boy, yeah. right? This is yeah. coming from people who used to watch the game, who are used to watch the game, not not the people who go to the games now, right? And. On the texting, participation you know, trophies, tweet, Twitter, I, and all that bullshit. I don't agree with that shit. Even though, yes, through the podcast, no. I was on Instagram and whatnot. But this was, we're sitting here. 
Hey, I, I might hit you in the head with a beer can that's full. You never know, yeah, man. A hot fine. shot. I'll open that motherfucker and drink it. I don't care. All right. Well, concussed. But so uh, I, I guess what we'll say is it's, it's a fine line. Um, it is. While, yes, you can be doing like innocent things where for the most part you're paying attention. And just, hey, I'm buying a hot dog. And all of a sudden here comes a hot shot. Um, probability wise, it doesn't happen too often. It just yeah. cra- crazy coincidence that, it, it, that this it really happened. Is. This happened in baseball twice on the same day and it made it seem more frequent than it actually is. Uh, a lot of adults will try to catch like a hot shot off their hands and it might sting the hands or whatever. It, it's, I think it's more so an issue. Like not that you can't get rung in the, in the bell from, uh, you know, any, any age viewer spectator, but obviously you're most concerned with kids. Like you don't want to see kids getting hurt. Um, Overall, I'll say this. I, I think the Nets could maybe get extended a, a little bit out, but overall, it's just like, guys, like the probability is not as frequent yeah. as it is. Like In the moment when these stories happen, you know, they kind of like make it seem like it's more frequent than it is, and it's not. It's just a terrible situation. But overall, I think it's just try to keep your head on a swivel the best you can. If you're there with your family and your kids – Please, like, you know, keep an eye out and protect them. And it's not just a baseball thing. Like, I guess we could talk about, like, sports safety in general. Now, Pico, like, you have a son. Like, would you ever let him play, like, peewee or high school or college football? Or would you feel like there's a lot of, like, crazy, like, injuries to the the brain and concussions and things like that that happen that you would not feel like it's a safe enough sport? Uh, Funny you say that. My son uh, played t-ball, which is, I mean, obviously it's t-ball. And uh, being his coach at the time, uh, I didn't think nothing of it. And now he wants to play, you know, I guess they call it fast pitch or whatever. And he still wants to play that. And I, I would be more than happy to let him play. You know, whatever he wants to do, it's it's a sport. It's, it's fun. Accidents happen. Shit happens. I would say, like, uh, with sports safety, um, probably I'd say the, the most physical and violent sport is football. I understand why some people don't want their kids to play it. Everything else, I don't. I don't feel like has a a serious like high probability of injury, other than like freak shit happens. Like, yeah. okay, like can you get popped with a foul ball at the baseball game? Yes, yes, you can. Uh, can a guy go for a layup in basketball and get fouled from behind and watch his knee buckle out and blood his leg and have it bend in backwards? Yes. Like we've seen that. Like it's gruesome. Uh, you've seen that with Sean Livingston. You've seen that with, um, what's dude on the, what's dude on the thunder. Um, used to be on the Pacers happened like, uh, when he was like doing a scrimmage, I think for uh, team USA, um, Paul George is who I, I was thinking yeah, of. Paul, uh, Paul George, he's on the Thunder now. He got injured very gruesomely and badly. Uh, when he was with the Pacers. Playing, yeah, when he was with the Pacers Hockey. playing for Team USA. Um, so I feel like that's, that's a freak accident thing. Baseball, I feel like, is a lot of freak accidents. Tennis, what are you doing? You're taking like a... <laughs> You're taking like a tennis ball off the nuts or something like, you know, that's not a, a big deal either. Um, I want to say like football and hockey, like you see hockey, guy, the guy got a broken jaw the other night in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like um, blues. it's like even if they wear like a visor and stuff like, you know, bad things can happen. Like the, the puck is shot at a very high velocity. Right. You can get popped in any part of your body, especially the face, the mouth. How many hockey players are, are missing teeth? Um so, he got shot in the mouth a few times. Yeah, yeah. So look at this guy. He's got a mouth full of chiclets, loose chiclets. I mean, <laughs> I, guess, I guess overall, we could talk about this all day, but overall, just to, to wrap yeah. things up, uh, do you guys feel like 
the different sports need to do things differently to protect no. their players and fans? Or do you nope. think it's just kind of like you bought your ticket, there's a disclaimer with it, keep your head on a swivel and, and just, you know, be careful. It's a sport. You got to be prepared for everything that's coming yep. with it. You're going to a game. Be ready. Even yep, though you're exactly. not always paying attention, be ready. Look. No matter what happens. So essentially, uh, would we say that like our, our synopsis here is: if you're a player, it's it's the risk you assume when you signed up to be a player, and as a fan buying your ticket, you you know that there's always a chance. Right. As a player, not at fault. No. As yeah. A as a player, player you're not, not at fault. fault. You Ever. you have no you have no control of where the ball goes. You have no control of where the puck goes. Nothing. You have no control over that. But just as a fan, you got to be ready. As a fan. Like you're ten, two you years have, old. You, you have to know where you're, where you're gonna be sitting. Sack up. Don't sit where there's gonna be foul balls. Seriously. If you're that worried about, it, yeah, I, I would say this. Seriously. How many, how many millions of Americans are like driving on, on exactly. the road and expressways texting? So yeah. if you're willing to take that risk, then you should assume that you you know the risk that you're putting yourself in by being in a sports field or arena where like the ball can, the ball, the puck, the whatever can like leave the field of play and potentially injure you. Um, so I would just say, use your, your best judgment. Uh, I think for the most part, sports don't need to really make any major changes, any major changes for the fans. And then as far as the players, I mean, it's what you signed up for. Granted, there are some people that have like, uh, hundreds of thousands dollars contracts versus millions. So if you like absolutely like shred your your knee, your ACL, your whatever, like yeah, some people get paid more than others to kind of like make that feel a little better than the next guy. But yeah, overall, it's like you know you're getting paid to assume assume that risk. Just like you know, there's other dangerous jobs that aren't sports related. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I always hear things that like elevator workers, like that can be dangerous. You know, things can happen in construction. Yeah. If you're a uh, NASCAR, if you're a, NASCAR not any, not even outside, of, like not even sports related. Like obviously, if you're a police officer, a fireman, like you know the risk when you take that job. So any any sport you play, you know you can get hit with a projectile you know that you can fall a funny way and hurt your leg your ankle your foot and break it tear a tendon whatever but like for the most part those guys are getting compensated to play something that has been a game and fun for them since childhood so there's there's a fine line and balance between like what they should expect and 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 the risks that they know they're taking um as far as the crowd i i think you kind of just do the best thing you can as far as to like pay attention uh, at all times, follow the ball, follow the puck, follow what's going on, and and hopefully, you know, the game doesn't spill out onto you and, and injure you. Uh, and that's what I will say while I am sipping on this delicious beer. Now, somehow, we've reviewed 12 delicious craft beers, and somehow Danny comes out here with three fucking Michelob Ultras. What the fuck are you doing with your life? That, that, that's that's what I had in my, my fridge, man. So so you wanted like a... I'm wa- sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm sorry, Pooch. He, yes, this is what he has in the fridge. He also has great beer, but after the twelve fucking beers, yeah, dude. what do you expect? I I mean I figured I, I figured like, we'd go I, like what do you? Hey, I figured hey, we'd on. go get you fast guys, food or maybe like chug water. Hold on. Now I get it. Michelob Ultra sorry. is a lot like water. It is, sorry, but push, push, it's push, not push. quite water. Do you guys want push. a double? You want a galactic shot? daisy cutter? Bring it out. We'll do, do it. You guys want one? Let's do it. All right, we're gonna do you it. You guys want one? We're gonna do that. I I got one. We're gonna do it. We're going to do it. But I got to save one for my boy, Dave. Do it. Do some more. All right. Do it. I say Dave. Like, so this has been 
the magnificent 12 beer review of pints up pints down for our one year anniversary show here on the after work drinks podcast this guy has galactic galactic double let me see it give me a can let me get a can he has a four pack of the galactic double daisy cutter double pale ale uh, shit's about to get real, but we're not going to review this one, guys. This is off the record. We've reviewed enough beers. If you stuck yes. with us through all the immature jokes um, with legit beer review and, and advice. We are and, very mature, and, and, Pooch. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, if you stuck with us through Six our quote-unquote reviews, um, God bless you. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast for oh, the past God. year. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, we've still got a little bit more to come here on this baby. special. Baby! We still got a little bit more to come here on this anniversary episode. Uh, thank you for listening for the past year. And yeah, what, what, what do you want to say to me, Pico? What do you want to say? I just want to say, for me and Danny, I want to say thank you. We appreciate the beer that you brought. And uh, we're truly grateful. It, it was Yeah, for sure. That's right, baby. Breaking bread. Let's be thankful like it's thanks, Thanksgiving of beers. Right we now. had a great time, man. We had a great time. Uh, off air, we're about to continue our great time. We uh, are. But uh, honestly, you guys, uh, recently you slung some beer with me at Soldier Field, which was fucking that a was blast. That was awesome. Uh, and, hey, anytime you need help yes. at a any type of beer festival, you let me know. More than I happy will to be help. there. Uh, very, very, very happy, very thankful for all the guests we've had, whether it was yes. uh, head brewers, whether it was owners of a brewery, uh, whether it was just like uh, entertainers, musicians, comedians, uh, friends like you guys, anybody that's contributed to the past year of the so, podcast, either on the show or just on our social media channels, like horsing around yeah. at events and stuff like that. Have, uh, uh, totally appreciate that. Uh, so obviously, we're very, very thankful uh, for everybody who's been a part of the past year of the podcast. Uh, here's to another great year uh we still got more to come so stick with us and uh we'll of course do a massive amount of thank yous as we wrap up the show later so uh thank you guys for joining me thank you guys for tasting these awesome beers thank you thank you so much i I guess i guess thank you for michelob ultras but especially thank you for this galactic double double pale l daisy cutter we're about to enjoy we're we're gonna enjoy that after uh, off the air let's let's go let's go out on a crack let's do a three-way crack on these i I, I, I already opened mine all right well i'm gonna crack it i'm gonna crack mine ready awesome wow all right wow. we busted a can of beer uh after work drinks podcast plenty more to come thank you guys so so much for the past year and we'll be back thank right you after guys. thank you right cheers, after this guys. cheers for all of our latest show info like upcoming interviews and guests visit facebook.com slash awd podcast and like us today i hope we can be friends we're friends to the end remember what's up guys it is pooch wrapping things here at the 2019 open bottle fest for holy cow we had some really really good barrel age offerings we had some really good ipas i'm absolutely thrilled Am I tipsy? Yes, not going to lie to you. I had some very strong stuff, so much barrel-aged going on here at the Open Bottle Fest. But uh, my top four, because I couldn't pick a top three, so I did a top four. Superstition Meadery out of Arizona. There's Savaro. I give that a perfect score on tap. Five out of five. So smooth, so delicious. Pollyanna Bourbon Barrel-Aged Toasted Marshmallow Fun Size. Hailstorm Vlad versus Zombie versus Shark 2019 edition and Saint Errant 
Americaner with hazelnuts. Holy shit, my friends. It was so, so good. Uh, I had a wonderful time. Again, this was all very rare or one-off tappings. Um, Man, I just had a really great time. I'm so happy that I was able to be a part of this. Big shout out to my friend Brady Potts, the shy beer guy. He tagged me in the competition that was being held by Poor Appetite, Poor Appetite Instagram account. I won tickets to this event through them because Brady tagged me and let me know about it. And I want to thank both parties. Uh, Obviously, they have really great Instagram accounts doing some really good things. And I just can't say enough about how amazing this event was. If you didn't make it this year, please go next year. Go to the 2020 Open Bottle Fest 5. It's going to be a hoot. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to wrap things up here at the After Work Drinks Podcast Anniversary Edition right after this. Stay tuned, guys. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. One last time, Curly with his words of wisdom. Uh, Yeah, we're a bunch of stooges here on the show. We're a bunch of knuckleheads. We're a bunch of goofs. But uh, you know what? Hopefully you haven't thought that we suck. Maybe in the early part of uh, the year when we first got going, you thought that we did suck. And hopefully we just did what he said. We just kept on sucking till we did succeed. Uh, Clearly we must be doing something right. We've got uh, a pretty good amount of growth in this first 365 days. Uh, Thank you to everyone who subscribes. Thank you to everyone that follows us on our social media channels. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, Again, Facebook and Instagram is at AWD Podcast. Twitter at AWD Pod. Snapchat, After Work Drinks. Caps on those first letters. No spaces. Uh, I quickly want to go back to the open bottle and just say that if you enjoyed the content that I did there with my live reporting, uh, if that fest sounded like it had some good stuff, some really exclusive things in a small, intimate setting, uh, you know, maybe you're not like a, a people person. Maybe you hate crowds. Well, this is the kind of fest for you because, uh, you know, they're not a big bottle shop, but they are a quality bottle shop. And I don't get any kickbacks. They're not an official sponsor of the podcast. I don't, I don't get a cent for, for saying nice things about them. But I just want you to know that that's one of the best fests that I have ever been to. And it's a bottle shop that I uh, always heard good things about. And now in this past year that I finally started going there, they earn a good portion of my business. And I'm very happy to give them my money. They're just a, a very well-run shop. And unless you live like a million towns away, it, it's definitely worth taking a little bit of an extra drive to get quality beer that you might have a hard time finding somewhere else. So uh, kudos to everyone there at the Open Bottle. You guys are great. Definitely plan to see you the whole rest of the year and hopefully at Open Bottle Fest 5 next year. Uh, definitely consider getting your tickets when that rolls around again. Uh, goodness, I got to talk about uh, 99 bottles again really quick. At the time of our recording, uh, you know, there were some fresh incidents with uh, people in the crowd at baseball games getting whacked with line drive foul balls. And uh, since that recording, we actually have some news on that. Uh, teams like our very own White Sox, they were the first ones to say that they're not going to hesitate to extend the netting. So they were the first ones to say they were going to do something. You also have the Dodgers, the Nationals, and the Pirates saying that they plan to look into how they can implement that this season. Rumor has it some clubs may be doing it over the All-Star break in July. We'll see how many actually follow through on that. And then the Rangers. The Rangers aren't going to do it this year. Uh, Not because they don't think it's important, but because they are actually going to be 
getting a brand new stadium. So they have committed to having longer ranging nets down the first and third baselines at their new stadium in 2020. Uh, so very cool to all those teams. We'll see how many more continue to make that commitment as the season wears on. And uh, man, it, it's a common thing in Japan. Japan, a lot of stadiums are pole to pole. I don't know if that's what we need, but I'm just happy that ball clubs are putting fan safety at the forefront and at least looking into what they can do. Uh, kudos to the individual baseball clubs because Major League Baseball is not mandating this. This is the teams and stadiums uh, doing it of their own volition, showing that they care about their fan base. And that is very cool. So progress, progress, progress. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. And my God, I, I have so many people to thank. It's like not even funny. I don't even know where to start, man. Uh, let's just rattle off uh, all the breweries that we've had in year one of the podcast. Skeleton Key Brewing, Imperial Oak Brewing. Uh, we had Open Outcry. Uh, we made a stop at All Rise Brewing for the holidays. We even went to Cali and did Refuge Brewery and Culture Brewing Company. We did our AWD Craft Madness Tournament, had an amazing finals between Migraine Brewing and Lake Effect Brewing. Talked to both of those places. Uh, what a great time that was. Uh, probably one of the, the uh, biggest and most important things that happened in year one of the podcast is the amount of uh, new eyes and ears we got on the podcast via that competition and uh, a lot of good contacts made in the beer industry. Um, Man, just a lot of good people in Chicago doing good things. So happy to feature them. Uh, Brady Potts, the shy beer guy, man. We did some co-branded content this year. And, uh, you know, love befriending everybody else that does uh, podcasts or, you know, online social media beer content. Definitely uh, love the the family atmosphere that there is in Chicagoland with that. And, um, man, it's not even just the establishments. Uh, we had... Kip Russell uh, as our guest on the first episode. Kip, who you hear bring us in and out with his song After Work Drinks every single month, every episode. Um, man, couldn't be doing this without him. Hoping to work on some new material for the podcast with him in year two. Uh, Tony Martino, he was a great guest. Uh, that guy just does everything, man. I, I don't even want to put a label on him. Uh, my friends in the band State and Madison, who we sat down with around the holidays. And so many like people and places to come. Uh, I know we definitely plan to have my friend Kevin Kellum, who is a stand-up comedian and a commercial radio DJ here in town in Chicago. You may have heard of him. Can't wait to have him on. Such a fun guy. Always great to see what he's up to. Already have a couple breweries on deck for the opening episodes of year two. And uh, man, we're going to try to branch out again. We did two California breweries and, uh, you know, we're going to be looking into something like Midwest. Hopefully maybe uh, this summer or fall, we'll try to get over to, to Indiana and Michigan and, and hit up some some locations there. Uh, we also have our first distillery episode. We've been we've been uh, consuming spirits on the show, but we haven't actually done like a tasting or a walkthrough uh, in an interview on premises. We're going to have our first one coming up uh, very, very soon on the podcast. So keep your ears peeled for that. And specifically next month's show, if this was the anniversary of the podcast, uh, July is the anniversary of me, your host, Pooch. Uh, it will be my birthday in July. So the, the theme of tasting, tasting, tasting just continues to roll on. We're going to be doing a vertical tasting of Founders KBS, and it's like, whew, I mean, that's that's strong right now and this year, but if you've been aging it for eight years, uh, I feel like that one might pack an extra little punch. So if we're, if we're sampling the, the past eight years of it, I mean, 
that's that's very thoughtful. Uh, that's definitely like happy birthday to me, but it's probably also going to be happy hangover to me. So uh, definitely got to have food and water on hand for next month. Uh, we're going to be tasting a lot of other good ones as well. Uh, I'll keep that mum for now, but we are configuring a lineup that is uh, very sexy and will rival what we did here on this episode. Uh, always looking to outdo ourselves. And obviously, my, my intent here was to try to give everybody an individual thanks, but you know, I just don't want to. I don't want to get too long-winded, so I'll save the the best for last. And unfortunately, just because of the sheer volume of the amount of people that this last thank you entails, uh, I can't do it on an individual name by name basis. But obviously, uh, those people know who they are. Anybody and everybody who has either like facilitated being a contact to set up interviews for the show, or put their voice to microphone and recorded with us. Uh, tons and tons of, of co-hosts over the last 12 months and uh you know sometimes you listen to a podcast and it's the the same two three four however many people uh that are the team um to have just like a, a rotation of people uh, that I can count on and, and to call those people friends. I don't have to go and like reach out to like strangers or experts in, in the field or whatever to just know that I have uh, that many talented friends at my disposal that are, are willing to pitch in and help and, and have fun with me. And uh, sometimes it's cool to just take a step back and reflect on, on how many of those awesome people you have in your life that just like, uh, you know, at the drop of a hat are willing to jump in and uh, get in the trenches with you and and help out with something that is a passion project of yours and maybe it becomes a passion for them too i mean it's just uh really really cool i have some talented friends you guys know who you are thank you so much for helping for the past year of the podcast and uh truly appreciate your support and hope that we continue doing this together for a long long time and that's it i'm done i think i got everybody i don't know if i didn't hey blanket thank you to everybody you all deserve it this has been an anniversary extravaganza of an episode and we'll see you in july where our special guests will be the guys behind sound growler brewing company in tinley park illinois and of course we will cheers to me uh, repeatedly it would seem uh for my birthday episode of the podcast so until then until next time please drink responsibly don't drink and drive Be good to each other out there, and it bears repeating one last time. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. And that's going to do it for this episode of AWD. Be sure to follow us on social media for bonus content and all the latest show news and announcements. This has been the After Work Drinks Podcast. Until next time. Cheers. Hey man, I need a strong drink. But first, I need to sneak out of work real fast. Uh, kick the shit off like a wedding crash. Hit my computer off. I slide past my boss. I will be tossed. If I'm caught again, well, fuck it. I'm on the cell phone calling all my friends. How we do? People say I got hex games for brains. Cause the way I live my life, I must be insane. But life's an adventure. I just ride it out. Live in the moment. Might die tomorrow. Relax. I don't write this song to make it back. I wrote the song because work's out. Man, it's time to drink. You-